This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Hello, Proximans. This is Adoramunda, the composer and sound designer of Windfall. And I'd like to start this off by sending out a heartfelt thank you to everyone that has already donated to our Season 2 Indiegogo campaign. Thanks to your generous contributions, we have been able to raise 42% of our goal so far, which is incredible. We really couldn't have done this without you and are endlessly grateful for your support. To show you how much we appreciate you all, we have a special treat for you today in the form of Is Anybody Home? A windfall mini-sode set between seasons one and two of our show, originally released exclusively to our patrons on Patreon. We had an absolute blast putting this piece together and thought it might be a nice tease of what's to come in the future. That being said, we've still got a way to go on our fundraising campaign. If you're just hearing about our Indiegogo campaign for the first time and want to learn more about how much we're trying to raise and what we plan to do with it, go to windfallpodcast.com slash donate. We've been sharing casting announcements and script teases on all of our social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, over at Windfall Podcast. We are thrilled to welcome people like Giancarlo Herrera, Jess Washington, Dan Zimberg, Graham Rowett, and Jordan Cobb to our Windfall family. Be sure to follow us for more updates about the future of our show. And if you like what you hear today and are interested in even more Windfall minisodes and other bonus content like behind-the-scenes interviews and more, consider checking out our Patreon at patreon.com slash roguedialogue. That's it for now, folks. If you're caught up on the first season, keep listening for Is Anybody Home? But if you haven't, be warned, there are spoilers from here on out. sure why you're bothering to call when you could just come by for a round but leave a message and i'll get back to you as soon as possible gird are the boys with you i wanda i don't even know how long it's been since i've seen you all but i'm out and i'm here 
Well, well at, here at Vern's, not at the bar. I would have come there first, but this was closer, and I don't know if I was followed. I needed to get inside so I could make sure the coast was clear and try to figure out what the hell was going on out there. Are you okay? Is the bar safe? I... I don't know what you know about what's happened, but it's... It's bad. The prison the wolves had me in gave me a front row seat to the destruction. The whole East Tower is just gone. This... There has to be thousands of people that died in an instant, maybe even millions. And for what? Whoever did this, Gertie, they're evil. I've always thought that the wolf pack was bad, but this... This is unthinkable. At least one that kept us alive. Even if we were a bit worse for wear. I shouldn't even be out right now. My trial was postponed until after contact day. The only reason I'm even here is that a, a lot of the guards started to desert during the chaos. And well, because Isaac helped me. I know that you don't trust him. I know, I know something happened between you and him and Vernon after mom and pop died. But he's not such a bad guy, if you ask me. If, he took care of me when no one else could. And I'll never forget that. The trip down wasn't pretty. Somehow, I got onto a lift, but... The lunatic on it with me was riding it up towards the destruction, towards the terrifying death machines that kept appearing in the sky, one after another, spewing missile after missile onto unsuspecting Proxima's homes. And for what? He acted like she was going to be the one to save us, like somehow she would know what to do. Against that kind of mindless destruction? I tried to stop him, tried to convince him that the safest thing for us to do was get away. To, to, to get as far away from those monsters as possible. But he refused. He stopped the lift and threw me out. So I had to walk. It took hours. Even jumping down the steps four, five, six at a time. Things got a little fuzzy for a bit after that. For a while I was petrified. Like... They'd already destroyed one tower. What was stopping them from re-aiming their weapons and taking down another? I thought maybe after everything I'd been through, they'd just take out the building I was in and my life would be over in an instant anyways. And looking down and seeing how many flights down I still had to go to get to the surface. I gotta be honest, for a minute there, I... I wondered if I should just give up. Like maybe it was all pointless because my death was inevitable anyway. But something in me just couldn't give up. Even through all of the fear and the pain, I just kept running as fast as I could. At that point, I don't even think I was really even seeing what was in front of me anymore. All I could see was you. And Vern and Shema and Cass home. And all I kept thinking was that if I could just get back to you, I'd be safe. We all would. 
we'd be far enough away from whoever had decided to d- destroy the city and, and, and we, we'd make it through this together. And somehow with you on my mind and in my heart, I made it. And I'm here. And I don't know where the bunch of you are, but I'm closer to you now than I've been in ages. And, it, and that feels right. Like everything will go back to normal again as soon as we're all back together. But you know what the wild thing is? Through all of that, through the sprinting and the uncertainty, I didn't see another soul. It was like I was the only one who had any clue that the city had been attacked. Like, everyone else was just going about their lives, pretending that there was no chance in the world that their friends, maybe even their family, were dead just a few miles away. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. I, I, I don't understand that. I don't understand the kind of disconnect these people have from the world they live in and and ours. Like, how can you go through life looking after only yourself? How can you go to bed at night not wanting to protect everyone you love with every fiber of your being? I don't want to become them. And I'm sorry I ever even wondered what it was like up there. Because now I know all the promise that comes from living a life in the towers is a lie. It's a lie they tell themselves so that they can think that they're better than us. It it makes me sick and scared. I'm sorry. I don't know what I'm even saying anymore. I'm going to hunker down here for the night, but I'll come find you all in the morning when things have quieted down. Cass? Vern? Shema? Is that you? This is Officer Andy's with the Wolfpack. I have not seen the police to your car and recently escaped inmate 143. If you do not open this door immediately and come out with your hands up, we will be forced to open it for you. Please! Don't do this! I haven't hurt anyone! I just want to be with my family! are a rogue dialogue production this episode entitled is anybody home was written and produced by bob ramunda here's our cast in order of appearance marcus stewart argus cheryl mordant gert and me adam ramunda as officer andes i also sound designed mixed and composed the music for this episode you can listen to more windfall monologues by supporting us on patreon over at patreon.com slash rogue dialogue 
If you'd like to make a one-time donation to our Indiegogo campaign to help us make Season 2, head over to windfallpodcast.com slash donate, or check out the show notes. Thank you for listening. And remember to ask yourself, listeners, what would Wanda do? Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In June of 2020, an amateur podcaster disappeared from the Carson National Forest while searching for the legendary Finn treasure. But he was adamant that he was onto something big. He was obsessed. He showed her some hand-drawn map to a treasure out in northern New Mexico. The subjective truth is part treasure hunt, part paranormal docudrama. Starring Addison Peacock as Graham Anderson... Back at home, I placed the box on the counter, and I just stared at it for a while. You'd never be able to guess its social impact on the human race by looking at its simplistic design. UFOs, ghosts, reincarnation, and liars. This is The Subjective Truth. Subscribe now. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.